Hi, welcome to Via Mare. This is a place where we focus on finding strength through love for God, ourselves, and others in order to heal our minds, bodies, and spirits. Whether you are trying to learn how to set boundaries, finding your voice, or just need a safe place where you feel understood, I hope you join us. So grab a cup of coffee, put your earbuds in, and listen to our show. Thank you. This is our second episode at VMRA. Today we are going to tackle how our worldview affects the way we think about ourselves. To give you some background, over the last few years, I've been working on my mental health. I actually had a really bad experience that lasted for several years. I am not going to go into the nitty gritty about this since I have the personal belief that you do not share other people's stories, you only share your own. And since my story overlaps so much with other people's stories, I believe that it is best kept private for other people's protection. So prior to three years ago, I was always one of those people who believed that everything happens for a reason. I was okay with whatever life brought me. I'd spent many years infertile. I actually started trying to get pregnant a year or two after we got married. We got married in 2002. So It was probably 2003, 2004, and I would see a positive pregnancy test. Then a day or two later, I'd start bleeding. I would later learn that these were not actually considered miscarriages from the medical terminology. It would be considered a chemical pregnancy and that my eggs would never grow into a healthy baby. I do now many years later, 20 years later, have four children, one adopted, three I got pregnant using a donor egg. All four of them are incredible blessings. I am very blessed through that. That was always, and that has always been my perspective, well, up to about three years ago. I had accepted that I was infertile. I had accepted that I had many pregnancies that ended in what I considered at the time were miscarriages but now know that we're chemical pregnancies. I am not sure if that is considered a miscarriage or not, but I don't want to downplay it, but um, they definitely felt like miscarriages at the time. So I would go often go on to say that my infertility was a blessing. I was very thankful for going into doing foster care, which I would not have done had I not been infertile. I had fostered many young children over the course of nine years, I think I fostered seven, eight, some of them like just for a weekend, many of them much longer. I had met many beautiful people as a result, not just the children, but the mothers and the fathers of these children. And my life has been richer as a result. I'm still in contact with many of them. I loved the community of people that I had found. A few years after we adopted my oldest, I decided to attend a new church to give her a more stable friendship community as our first church was very small. My oldest is 12 years older than my second, just to give you some perspective. She was technically adopted when she was six, but became part of our family when she was five. She was one of those children who she skipped rather than walked. It was so fun just to walk behind her and just see her walking because she would rather skip. It was very cute. But like all foster kids, as she had been one, 
she did have things that happened to her those first five years of life that impacted her. When we adopted her, a lot of the people would tell me how resilient she was. And I believed that at the time. I will go on to this on another podcast next week, actually. But I no longer believe in resiliency in people. I do believe that we are adaptable, but not necessarily resilient. There is a huge difference. So when I hear people say a person is resilient, I cringe because we all carry that trauma and we all carry that baggage with us. And if we don't deal with it, we are going to have a breaking point. And for me, that was three years ago. I continued throughout the years believing that my infertility was a blessing. I was a very cheerful person. I would often spout about how grateful I was for the blessings that God gave me through my infertility. The truth is, I do believe still today that it was a blessing, or rather, I do believe that my infertility brought out blessings, which is probably more accurate. I would not have any of the four daughters I have without infertility. I would not have people in my life I met through foster care had I not been infertile. But the infertility itself was also a pain that I had been ignoring. I was trying so hard to be positive that I never really dealt with the hardness of it. I don't know if you have ever heard the phrase toxic positivity, but I was giving myself a whole bunch of toxic positivity. And we need to be careful, not just when we are dealing with ourselves, but when we are dealing with others, going through hard times, that we don't just focus on the positive. There is going to be a time when they are going to have to deal with that hard thing. There is going to come a time when they are going to have to deal with that hard thing. And as their friends, as their loved ones, we need to be able to give them space to be able to vent, give them space to be able to cry, and yet also help them not to form bitterness. Those should be our primary goals when dealing with people that are going through really tough times. I think too often we are uncomfortable with other people's pain, so we try to fill it with words. And we should be doing the exact opposite. And then we end up saying things that are rather unhelpful. Those in the Christian community will often say, I will pray for you. And yet, they don't do anything actually tangible for us. From my own experience hearing that during my hardest time, I actually struggle with that phrase today. And I also know that many others do too. Maybe you do as well. So three years ago, when I just needed someone to sit with me, listen to me, someone to let me be sad with, because I was incredibly lonely and dealing with more than one person should ever have to deal with. I had a lot of people who were willing to say that they would pray for me. There were not very many people who were willing to sit with me. That was an extremely difficult realization. And so even to this day, when I hear people say, I will pray for you, and I know that you could tangibly do something, my heart will literally have this twinge of pain, like, ouch. But more than that, it has helped me to know that what type of person that I want to be. I don't want to be someone who is just going to give someone good vibes. 
I want to be someone who is going to actually try to help people heal and grow and be that person who is willing to sit on the couch when something really, really bad has happened or when they're just trying to sort something out. That's the type of person that I want to be. The other thing I often would hear people say is to just say things like, um, look on the bright side, think positive thoughts, count your blessings. What are you thankful for? These are all really great things to say, but they're also not always helpful. The truth is that thinking about positive thoughts do not, does not allow us to move forward. And the whole goal in life is to continue to move forward. So how does this all deal with worldview? As that has been my topic. Um, three years ago, I hit my breaking point. I had several things happen and I really needed support and I was not finding it from anyone. And I want you to understand it was not any one person's fault. There were many reasons why people were not able to give me the support I needed. But there were people who could have, but chose not to because my life was messy. It was not the neat little box that made sense to other people. There were a lot of parts that were just really, really yucky and messy and nobody wanted to deal with it. Heck, I didn't want to deal with it. So I had my people who would normally walk through fire for me. And they were incapable at that time to help me due to the circumstances of their own. And then I had people who were unwilling because their life was clean and tidy and they wanted to keep it that way. Or probably more accurately, their messiness looked different than mine. That was very hard to realize that my life was too messy for certain people to even sit on a couch to listen to me or on the phone. That was definitely not what I needed, so I had a very big void that needed to be filled. So when all of that happened, my worldview drastically changed. I went from someone who was generally positive and happy and was always trying to look on the bright side. I would boast, my infertility is a blessing, to someone who realized that the world is not always the way you want it to be. That sometimes the really hard things that happen just for a lack of better word, really sucks. It is okay to acknowledge that sometimes things really suck. There might not be a bright side, at least not that very moment that you're experiencing it. There might not be. Yes, good can come out of it. I believe that God uses those hardships to bring about good things. And in some, in some cases, those bad things are actually good things in disguise. But at that moment, as the rubber hits the road, it might just feel like it sucks. And that's okay to feel that way. As my counselor says, notice that feeling. Don't judge your feelings. Just notice it. So there is a lot to be said about hardships. Hardships allow us to grow. Hardships allow us to learn. But there's also a lot of bad about hardships that we need to make sure we're not glossing over. We need to be willing to acknowledge that as well. So more importantly, um, more than just recognizing that there is bad or recognizing that there is good, is looking for the balance. And that is where our worldview becomes so incredibly important. 
I believe that I had an unhealthy worldview three years ago where I didn't just break, but I literally shattered. Because at that moment when I supposedly broke, there was not pieces to glue back together. Everything that I had known was gone. I did not have the support system I once believed that I had. And I even stopped believing many of the beliefs, the foundational beliefs I had about this world. I literally had to be made completely new. I stopped believing things like infertility was a blessing. I I realized I had to deal with the reality that stuff hurt. I even stopped believing some of the foundational truths I'd always believed. My worldview shattered. I started to see the world as a dangerous place. I started to see the world as an unfriendly place. And I was no longer able to see the bright side. I went from being someone who generally looked on the bright side way too much to someone who could not see it at all. I heard in the book, Yamas and Niyamas by Deborah Adele, just something that I thought was very powerful. The way that you view the world has more to do with who you are than how the world is. I just thought this was very profound. Who I was prior to everything falling apart was not necessarily an overly happy-go-lucky person. I was someone who was unable to see the reality of things or at least admit that they existed. I was in denial. I saw the world as optimistically good as I could. And if anything bad came my way, whether it was spending several months in the hospital, which I've done on more than one occasion, or watching someone die, or realizing I had another miscarriage, I would try to find the good. And I refused to accept the parts that were really bad because of the place that I was living in denial. I think if you are one of those people who are always trying to find the really positive side of things and are accepting and are having trouble accepting that life is hard, in fact, life is really, really hard, you need, you need people. You need community. You need to acknowledge that things are hard sometimes. On the flip side, when everything fell apart and I personally changed my worldview, the world did not suddenly become much, much worse. It was my view of the world that had changed. My shift in my worldview showed not that the world was getting worse, but that I was a person who was so incredibly badly hurt that I no longer could see what I used to take for granted. When we are looking at ourselves or even another person, we need to take a step back and see how they view the world in order to understand not just them, but ourselves better. If they are one of those really great optimists, do not be surprised if they end up dealing with depression down the road. They may be actually stuffing and stuffing and stuffing things. They may even be suffering from low-grade depression that they are unwilling to acknowledge because they want to think that they can just beat it with positive thinking. Or at least that was how I was. Then, if you are or know someone who views everything as terrible and awful and they cannot see anything that is good, even when it is right in front of them, you're looking at somebody who is in extreme pain acknowledge them as that and listen the truth is we are all healing but rather as how we are dealing that matters 
the key is to find a balance. We need to be able to see that this world is primarily good. And I do believe that. I believe that this world is primarily good. But it is also very, very hard. One of the things I have learned through yoga is not everything is good and not everything is bad. There are a lot of things that are neutral. I think we need to acknowledge those things that are actually neutral. I mean, our culture often thinks that there are certain ways that we should live. But really, those are just social norms. We are the ones that attribute the title good to certain social norms, when most likely, if it is a social norm, it is probably neutral. We need to stop putting pressure on ourselves and on other people to transform to these social norms and instead ask ourselves, is this neutral? I think this would really help us with our anxieties. It is for this reason I think it is important for us to really think about how we view the world. Do you view the world as good? Do you view the world as bad? Do you view the world as neutral? Is there balance? I personally believe that we need to find that balance. We need to stop trying to label things as good or bad. Recognize what is good. Recognize what is bad. But just accept those things, especially if those things are neutral. Ask yourself, am I placing labels on things that should not have labels? I believe that it will help you move forward. So I hope you have a good week. Again, I just want to thank you for being listeners to my show. If at any time you want to reach out to me, email me at viamareyoga at gmail.com. That's at viamare, V-I-A-M-A-R-E, yoga, Y-O-G-A, at gmail.com. You can also check out my website at healingmindbodyspiritwithangie.com. There you will find my show notes as well as some book recommendations. God bless.